Did you hear that story, that princess and the yard ape thing? The world oh, absolutely yeah. bonkers. Did you hear about that story? No, tell me about it. <laughs> so like there's there's this bi- this this local business. They're uh, I think they're a landscaping slash flower shop place. Uh, and the name of okay. the business is called the Princess and the Yard Ape. And and I guess when they came up with the name, it, it's it's kind of like a a a play on their personalities. Like the, the it seems like it's more in, it's innocent enough in the way that they they came up with the name. It, I see. Just, so the, the, the flower girl is the flower girl is the princess. The dude doing the landscape is the is the yard ape. Exactly, but, yes. but the thing is, is that he that a yard ape is actually a derogatory term for black people. I was gonna um, say, which that I've, sounds I've never heard before. I've never heard that before. Until Nor have I. But as soon as you said it, given the current climate, I'm like, that name's probably gonna wind up getting that person in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Well, getting, so I think so, so we're in trouble. She's not backing down on it. I mean, keep it. Keep in mind how Howard Cosell's Howard Cosell's career ended on a comment. Look at that little monkey run, referring to a black player in the NFL. Yikes! And he he said he said that was just like you know I call my grandson. I, I say that about my yeah. grandson. Yeah, Look at yeah, that yeah. little monkey run. Because yeah. I mean, you, now I don't recall this. Uh, Doug, keep calm. He sees a squirrel. So anyway, uh, yeah. So, uh, I mean, given Cosell's career, I mean, him and Muhammad Ali were legendary and Muhammad Ali's standing on racial issues. I find it very hard to believe that Howard Cosell was racist. However, you know, when he said it, it was construed as being racist and it ultimately wound up to him being let go from Monday Night Football. Can you imagine in today's Man. climate, it would have been more than just Monday Night Football. Like he would have lost everything in his so, life. <laughs> so what's up with this business? Do they need to change your name or something? Well, so they, they originally said that they were going to, and then they said that they weren't going to, which is, this is the dumbest fucking thing ever, okay? So they're going to, right? Like going into the, that, you know that they're going to have to change their name. It's going to get to a point where it's like personal safety. Like people are gonna show up at their fucking doorstep, like yeah. like that. So there's no question about that, right? So the original decision was that they were gonna change their name, and then out of nowhere, they 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 backtracked and said, "No, this is our brand. We're sticking with it. It's innocent," and that's what's caused everything to explode. So what ended up happening was they ended up getting featured on the front page of CBC, like the CBC News website, which is massive, and then all of the pers- their personal social media accounts got attacked by a bunch of people because they weren't private. Yeah. The only reason I know that is because I, I went on them because <laughs> I was like, oh, I wonder what this chick's like. <laughs> I go on and it's just like everyone's flooding their, their pages. And I, it was that one day I was just watching it like, oh man, this is bad. And then they, they agreed, they agreed to change it already. Like, like I knew what was going to happen. They decided that they're going to change it to something that's not the yard ape because the yard ape is absolutely ridiculous. Like, ab- like there is inexcusable once you know. Uh, well, OK, two things. Once you know, yes, it's inexcusable, too. It's just it's a bad name. Like it just it is a bad name. You yeah, know what I mean? In general, was poor. Even, yes. Even <laughs> if there are no no racial connotations to it whatsoever. Do you want a yard ape? <laughs> and you're like, do I want a, do I want a person who goes by the name Yard Ape? 
Yeah, can you a- see can you see yourself <laughs> in a defensive pairing? You know, it's McVie and Yardape over on the left yeah. side of the blue line. It's just Yardape is dumb. Sorry, yeah. all due respect. If you, if you I know were a, a lot mechanic, of- you wouldn't call your mechanic shop. You know, I mean, Princess and the Grease Monkey. You know what no. I mean? You, just, you wouldn't do that. So. No, it just it's a, it, it's kind of a silly sounding name. So now the problem, like, do you go by artist formerly known as Yard Ape or or now that this has blown up so much, is it even possible to go under another name? Aren't people going to be on them? Like, hey, you were those Yard Ape people. Yeah, no. with I, this I much exposure, like. With this much they exposure, could go, they could go opposite. They could go more racist and trying to get to like a, like a niche audience of people that just, I mean, just racists that like landscaping. Right. They only sell white flowers. <laughs> they only sell trilliums. That's it. Fucking <laughs> trilliums. And lilies. Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark LeFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. I would imagine there would be a fairly healthy audience, so to speak, or customer base that would have gone with their services just because they had stuck with the name. Because, you know, they took their original stance and stuck with it. Like, no, it's an innocent name. We meant nothing by it. It's our name. It's what we, you know, we work hard to build a business and we're sticking with the name. We had no idea what it meant. And the name is the name. And a lot of people would say, good for them. They stuck by their guns and they're innocent and they didn't mean anything by it. I'm going to call them. How much you want to bet? That's a good yeah, question. Maybe. Right? I don't like, know. There would probably be. Think think about, I mean, God, guys, peruse social media and look at all the people who are saying things like, uh, you know, all lives matter and 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 are, you know, indigenous and uh, lives matter. And uh, this is all about blacks. And I mean, that's out there. Peruse social media. There are a mm-hmm. lot of people saying that. So I would imagine those people would fall in the camp of of. Uh, saying, well, the you know, this, this this racist thing is being taken too far. Much like the COVID thing, you know, like this is being taken too far and we're being told what to do. And there would be an audience for that, a potential mm. customer base that would say, good for you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's, there's all, I mean, the internet is full of devil's advocates. Sure there is. A perfect example, I saw a post yesterday. I follow like a, it's like the old Ontario series and the old Canada series. So it'll show you old pictures of like, here's Hamilton in 1964. Mm. It's kind of cool to take a look. Well, yesterday they, they had a picture of a, uh, a Big Mac. Uh, it was from 1980 and it was sitting on top of a styrofoam container. And my comment was, that, that looks like the same Big Mac that I had yesterday. It's good that they have that consistency of putting out the same shitty food year after year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if people like had stocks in McDonald's, but all of a sudden McDonald's was the fucking best meal you could ever have. That there's a reason why the quality is, is the way it is. And I've never gotten sick. Like all of a sudden, everybody that worked that was on fucking social media was a stockholder for fucking mcdonald's and was just attacking me for having the audacity (laughs) to say that that burger that looked like it fucking got stepped on was not as delicious as they all said yeah that is are you fucking kidding funny you get into some good you get into some Uh, good ones on social media for sure it's like one of my favorite things to see but like you do not like mcdonald's 
Oh, I love McDonald's, but I'm not saying that it, it, it by no means is it's it just good a joke mm-hmm. or is it delicious. You know what I mean? Yeah. Crack addicts like crack, but they don't like it because it's fucking good for them. They like it because yeah. it's crack. By the way, you know I, mean? I have a McDonald's down the street from my house. I go like three times a week, but it's not yeah. good. And I don't feel like, proud of myself after. Agreed. You don't have yeah. to, you don't have to go online to get pictures of an old Big Mac. I'm pretty sure if I went down to the back seat of my truck, I, I could I could find a specimen from 2002 yeah. for you. If you like, at least some fries that look exactly the same as they exactly. did fucking 25 years ago. Exactly. To say, to say that for those people to say that they've never gotten sick from from McDonald's, I call foul on that because every time you have McDonald's, you shit your pants. Like, is that not sick? Because your body wants it out. So yeah. I agree. I no, agree. I don't. Isn't yeah. that like, like you, you have the worst dump ever after you eat McDonald's. Like you might not be throwing up. You might not be throwing up, but you no, feel I, like shit after. I don't, I don't, your ass is sick. Like, I don't find that the clown doesn't affect my bum. At all. Oh, really? No. no. I no. can pretty much sit on the toilet while I eat it, Same. and it's just like a fucking human centipede of burger <laughs> and ass. Yeah, or like I'll get like, or like I, I like the the uh, the junior chicken sandwiches. I'm a big fan of those, oh, and it's yeah. just a, it's just a sodium bomb. And like I'll just like you know getting mad heartburn and fucking heart palpitations after I eat that shit. Like no joke. Like I'll feel every time you fucked. eat McDonald's, you go like this. <clears throat> because it's so fucking salty it dries out your throat you, everybody clears their throat when they eat that shit you it's have so to funny yeah, yeah no but, you're, but you're totally going back. right on that one I mean, there, there's oh, an in, like, there's an institution like the Princess and the Ape. They've they, they've 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 stuck it out, sorta. I mean, yeah, yes. sure, you can get so apple dumb. slices and saddle uh, salads, but they they've stuck by their guns pretty well. Yeah, we make grease bomb food, but you keep coming back. So here it is, <laughs> over one billion served, right? <laughs> At least ten thousand of them are me. <laughs> Definitely. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Eh? You ever look up at the golden arches and wonder how much of a contribution you've made to the, the served line? Well, it's funny. It's one of the most recognizable symbols to the point where even we drove by it a couple of days ago and my two and a half year old was in the back seat and she was like, oh, McDonald's. She just saw the, she saw the mm. big M. Yeah. It rivals the cross, the Christian cross for sure. It's the, it's our, it's our civilization's new cross christianity it is because like you go into towns you would see crosses like you know how like the cross is the highest point a lot of the times in some of these european cities like yeah. the, you can't build a, a building higher Dude. than a cross now it's Dude. now it's the gold arches grimsby yeah. grimsby's yeah, a perfect example post. you can see the one from the highway it is the the tallest symbol in all of grimsby and has been since, super- I was, since i was a kid yeah, that's super American too, eh? Like when you go to the states and you drive on the the interstates there, you see the huge, huge signs with McDonald's or Burger King. But yeah, yeah, it's it's a little known fact, but Christ of the Redeemer, the the, the big one that stands over Rio de Janeiro with its arms uh, held open, was eventually it was originally holding out an order a large fry and a Big Mac in either hand. I don't know if you guys knew that. The hamburger hat. (laughs) That was originally built by McDonald's. The church bought it in 1962 and took the burger and fries out and said, there's Jesus. Well, it's funny because they took all. I watched the thing, too, where they were showing like the way McDonald's used to look, where it looked like a a funhouse. And then they show the picture of the way they look now. And it's just like, it's a shit factory. It's just, <laughs> it's just eat out one end and you shit out the other end and go back in the other day or next door, the next day. Sorry, I have to keep interrupting to calm my dog down. That was the reason for my absence yesterday. Another heart attack. So 
I uh, don't mean to get off the ball, but if I had to interrupt to tell him the kid, because the dog is still the dog. Here's the hard part about um, when you get to this point. I was just saying this with Mark before we started recording. You get to that point where, you know, it's it's time to say goodbye, but the, the, he's not. I don't think he's ready to say goodbye because he's still full of piss and vinegar. It's just twice in the last week he has had a heart attack. Mm. So we've got him on all these meds. We're trying some new herbal tincture. Today, because outside these two episodes, the dog's still the dog, but we got to keep him calm. And he still wants to be Doug. So every time yeah. he sees a squirrel, every time we come in, every time some sort of treat comes out, he still loses his mind. And it's hard to keep a, a dog that's, you know, typically pretty, not hyper, but excitable. Yeah. Uh, to keep well, it'd be like trying to get Chris's cat to stop rubbing its ass on the exactly. computer Exactly. Like, how do you, how do you, you make that, how do you make that stop? <laughs> How do you make it stop? <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So he had a sec. He had a second. Another. He had another just heart attack. Guys, like six forty-five yesterday. I'm just getting set up here. I'm like, okay, I'll ring up the guys. We'll be ready to go. Good lord. And yeah, and he. Yeah. So when I sent you the text, it was literally in the middle of mayhem here. What is it? Can I ask a question? Because I just I've never seen it. What does a dog do when it has a heart it attack? Just drops. Ugh. Drops. Flips over. Little bit of convulsion. Uh, struggling for breath, eyes bulged out. It's it's horrible. It's horrible. It's uh, absolutely it's absolutely horrible. I know. And like I'm wrestling, you know, with because a lot of people are saying, Well, you're being selfish by keeping the dog alive. And I'm we're really not. We're really at that crossroads of wanting him to neither die nor suffer unnecessarily. You know what I mean? It's tough. Anybody that says that, I mean, likely, well, me, I shouldn't say that, but probably hasn't gone through what you're going through because I've had, I've lost two dogs, and there is that sort of, I'll say maybe two week span there where it, you are kind of in limbo. Like, what do we do? Right. Like, it's, it's not quality it's not of being... life versus the dog, but I love this dog, and yeah. this dog loves me, and you can still look in her eyes or his eyes and see that wants to be the old dog. I mean, he or she used to be. Yeah. Um, that that's yeah, that's that that's that's that the tough man. part is is uh, I mean with our last dog Sam we knew we knew it it was time uh, we we don't know that yet so it, it's yeah. uh, it, it's know. tough anyway uh, getting back to the what we were just talking about Big Macs from the eighties uh, okay so <laughs> weird weird segue uh, but, so I got a new show uh, that Amanda's got me started on and I'm completely hooked the marvelous Mrs. Maisel has anyone watched this yet yeah yeah no. Bree's Bree's been not. watching that a lot oh. in her time off it's, it's fantastic friggin brilliant it's mm. so it really good it's about an aspiring young comedian in the 1960s. Uh, and they're they're uh, West they're all it's based in the West Side New York Jewish community. And it's funny as hell, and it's just well-written, and the characters are great and everything else. But there's a lot of older references. So the other mm. day on the show, Mrs. Maisel and another one of her housewife friends are packing loot bags for a birthday party. And she brings up uh, who was putting in the candy cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And that just yeah. it made me think of you know, when I was a kid, you could go out and buy Popeye cigarettes. Now, those mm-hmm. evolved into Popeye candy sticks sometime in the yeah, 80s. They took, they sometime took the in the 80s. You, right. <laughs> when people started getting offended by this shit to the point where we're in this conundrum we're in now where you can't do anything without offending someone. Uh, that's when they started stopped calling them Popeye cigarettes. But <clears throat> I am thinking, <clears throat> wow, like that really did 
glorify smoking. I mean, the pack that the cigarettes came in was like... <laughs> Everybody did sure, it. Sure, yeah. it was like a cigarette pack. It had a red end on it. It looked like a cigarette. And there yeah. were other things like black licorice tobacco pipes. So, <laughs> yeah, which yeah, tasted yeah. like, like black, it's black fucking licorice. <laughs> it's like black licorice. <laughs> but because it looked like a pipe, okay, I'll, I'll endure the black licorice just to look like I'm yeah. smoking. And yeah. then Amanda told me about one. I don't remember this. I remember chocolate-wrapped cigarettes. They looked like a, a pack of camels, but they were just wrappers around a chocolate <laughs> stick. And she, Amanda was telling me there was one that you could get when she was a kid, and she's five years younger than me, but uh, you could actually... Uh, it had like a powdered sugar in the end. So if you blew on the candy stick, a little puff of smoke would come out there. <laughs> like you talk about smokers in training and glorifying yeah, no it to the point kidding. where, you know, your, your, your parents are like, well, better get them ready for smoking. Here's some Popeye cigarettes. Start practicing. Yeah, you see them grab a pack of Popeye cigarettes and pass. Like, isn't, <laughs> yeah. isn't that unbelievable that that, yeah. that sort of thing was around and that that was perfectly acceptable? That was the norm. Would garbage pail kids, Mark, you mentioned this, would garbage pail kids make it today? Well, just this, they were so odd, like to collect cards where it was like Veronica vomit and it showed you like her vomiting stats. Right. <laughs> but, but again, like now, w would somebody not look and go, well, Veronica is obviously bulimic and this is offensive. Oh, do you know? For I'm sure. serious. For I'm being absolutely sure. serious. That, that's For that's sure. an eating disorder, and people with mental health issues could be offended by this. That's mm. what I'm saying. Like it, garbage pail kids, if they came out right now today, not gonna make it. Hey, did you ever? Did you ever used to take those? Uh, you know, the retractable pencils, like the with the little sticks of yeah. And you can make it so it was long, and then we used to like hold the end of it and push it into our arm like it was a syringe, like we would pretend oh. it was a syringe. Like the thing wouldn't go in because when you push the button, the oh I see would go, the lead would go back inside. But yeah, we would like ah, ah, ah. you don't get so, it. And then you then you watch the movie Requiem for a Dream, and you're like, no, that's too fucking too real. Yeah, <laughs> so here's here's your basketball diaries. Here's like, your train spotting training kit, kids. <laughs> yeah, here's your. But black licorice pipe, those things were disgusting. I know. Oh. It's just you know, it's it's one of those things where you you don't want to sound codgery or you know like old grumpy guy or whatever but there there is there is i think in born into all of us once we reach a certain age is the you know well that happened when i was a kid and i turned out fine <clears throat> yeah sort of thing do you know what i mean and and yeah like you like seat yeah, belts i, I used yeah. to ride in the back window of the car that was normal you 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 asked the you you asked the question um, uh, over the weekend like what yeah. was one of the things that I happened when you were a kid that you don't believe still there's a couple things that I pulled out that I grew up with so there's like one of them was like the schoolyard games like like they had Pokemon cards and like Pogs and Crazy Bones and all that shit is is gambling yep. right. So like that's yeah. really all you're doing is the Pokemon cards. You're playing for keeps, so you lose the game. It's it's pretty much training you for gambling. And the other one, and it's I think it's still an issue, but it's getting a little bit better. But this is I think universal for all of us, is the amount of sugar that they put in kids' food has always blown my mind. Especially when you get into the fact that like like now more and more stuff's coming out how bad sugar really is for you, and 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 the fact that like most kids diets are like like sugar is a main component in every food I, I remember 
breakfast cereals was the thing that I always used to have every single day. And if you were ever to go back and look at the, the, the amount of sugar in a bowl of, of even Fruit corn loops. pops. Like I can't even eat it now. <laughs> yeah. It's, and it's so yeah. bad for you. Unbelievably there's, bad for you. There's a good one that came up in the comments too from James Murphy, lawn darts. Yeah. Lawn darts. When I was, when I was a kid, yeah. the lawn darts had the metal tip and they're hard to find now. Like it, it's Cause they're illegal. You can't, cause you, yeah, you right. can't, yeah, they, they, they made them illegal. I think cause they're a bunch now, of kids died. Yeah. We had, uh, well, I'm sure you guys did too. Uh, I mean, there wasn't as much Nerf guns as there was cap guns and different types of caps. If it was the red ring one that had the caps and different like revolver style or the ones that were on the strips and we used to like burn them and pop them into our mouths and then go and blow out the little puff of, uh, of, uh, I mean, uh, Gun smoke, oh, dude. There. I was, I was, um, I, I was Rambo when it came to cap guns. I yeah, had all over the and place. water, like water guns. I had. Uh, it was called an Entertech water gun, oh, and I actually gosh. looked them up, and they're illegal now uh, because it looked so much like an Uzi that they actually made them illegal. But it was awesome. It had batteries, and <laughs> they were great. Illegal. <laughs> so did okay. So I'm, I'm just going through the comments here. Did, did your Ben? Did your dad send you to get smokes for him? Like my dad that would work? send me oh. to Becker's. There was, there was a Becker's yep. store at the corner of yep. Victoria and Jepson. I remember this in, in Niagara <laughs> Falls, and he would send me with a handwritten note that said, "Dear store, please give Ben smokes." Sign Ben's dad. Yep. And I'd go to the store and pick him up a pack of Players Light. With the note, my wife and I talked yeah. about that. And I'm, I, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm Same like thing. seven, eight years old at the time, and yeah, sure, here you go, kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, definitely not. Definitely not me when I was younger. It would be, you know, that that wouldn't fly. That's hilarious. That's kind of scary. What? So, could you buy them for the, yourself? The like when you were younger? Like, did you ever have an issue getting cigarettes? You could in some. Well, it's for your. It's for your parents. Sure, no, but for yourself, in- like when you were a teenager, because you've been smoking, right? Like when you were young, like, like I don't know when you started smoking. Ben, I didn't but, start like, smoking until I was around seventeen or eighteen. Oh, okay. Did you have but, a hard time getting cigarettes but, from the no, store then? But when I was in grade seven or eight, twelve or thirteen, no, there there were there were kids that that huh. could, could you know you had to know the right store, but they, yeah, they'd, they'd sell you smokes, no problem. There was there was no. ID requirement. There was no. You must be eighteen. There was none of that shit. Mm. And but and and again, here's here's the part where you're you know you you fall into that temptation. And Mark was mentioning you know uh, uh, you mentioned in a comment this morning. Oh, Saturday morning cartoons suck now, and they were great when I was a kid. Yeah, people fall into right. that. Uh, everything everything was better, was when, better I was when I was a kid. kid. But my point is, is like with with cap guns and going to the store for smoke. I didn't start smoking until I was eighteen. So really, I don't think my dad's notes had any effect on me starting smoking when I was nine. I'm not a gun enthusiast, you know. <laughs> I had cap guns, sort of thing. So you know, there's a lot of those sort of things that. You, you, you're, you're inclined to, to wonder, why is everybody getting so upset now? Why is this so traumatic to my kids now? Sure as fuck wasn't traumatic to me. Well, it, 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 I find that funny, though, when people do that sort of reminisce of like, oh, the good old days. And it's like, oh, Saturday morning cartoons were so great when I like, no, they fucking weren't. And if you watch <laughs> those cartoons from the 80s now, A, the animation is fucking horrid. And all they were was commercials for toys. Transformers, fucking commercial for a toy. They actually made the fucking cartoon Transformers 
to give these toys a world to live in. Yeah. A toy started getting stagnant on G.I. Joe. Oh, these old G.I. Joes are getting boring. Let's introduce a new fucking bunch of bad guy. It was literally cartoon. And it's the same thing Chris was talking about, breakfast cereals. My wife does that all the time. She's like, oh, I remember this cereal when I was a kid and there was this like jelly package that you would open up and put on top of it. And stuff. she went and bought some. She took one fucking bite of that and she's like, oh, mm. like I just, yeah. if I eat a bowl of Fruit Loops right now i'll probably barf as soon as i eat it because i'm just it's too go much. get you go get yourself a box of count chocula and see if that's any good now <laughs> yeah. yeah seriously fights exactly. would erupt within families over i want frankenberry i want the boo oh. i want the booberry i want the count chocula try that shit now it's it's horrible <laughs> It's just absolutely horrible. Not everything from when you were kids was good. I used yeah. to eat cheese and barbecue sauce sandwiches. It's not fucking good. Yeah. You do it because it's there. Sugar sandwiches. Sugar oh, man. oh, guys, two slabs of white bread slathered in butter, four or five teaspoons, oh, tablespoons please. of sugar sprinkled on said butter, slap it together and eat it. Mwah. That is fucking delectable. The sugar sandwich, man. You, you can even uh, there's an episode of Trailer Park Boys where Ricky's making a sugar sandwich. Oh, hang on, man. Okay, it wasn't just me. Sugar, sugar sandwich. sandwiches, yeah. And that was a thing. Like yeah, my mom, uh, yeah. you, you want a sugar sandwich? Yeah. yeah we're, uh, we're, out of, of we're out of mock chicken, Ben. It's it's gonna have to be a sugar sandwich today. Like so much of like so much of the food that like I grew and this isn't this isn't a, a knock on my parents or anybody's parents because so much has come out lately about like how like there's just you didn't know. Right. Like you're you're just going yeah. to the grocery store and buying something off the shelf and and people aren't checking ingredients as much as they are now. But like so much of the kids food that you grow up eating is such shit. Like I just remember going to get. Like I, I like like mac and cheese going back to McDonald's fucking a happy meal, you know, just because they put a toy in it doesn't mean it's good for you. Like all this, it's it's trash, you know, just because there's apples Breakfast on the side cereal. Doesn't mean good for you. Yeah. Like, right. But, um, but then there's all of this stuff is so shit for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but then there's this, that. there's this temptation to say, when did we <coughs> excuse me? <clears throat> when did we overcorrect ourselves? Mm. In other words, like. I, I, I don't, I don't know, maybe I wasn't paying attention, but when I was little, 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 you didn't have to wear a seatbelt. You could throw two kids in the, in the front bucket seat because they were arguing over it, that sort of thing. You could, you know, the kids are being crabby, take a nap in the back window. That I don't recall massive amounts of death and destruction and road carnage before the seatbelt. It, it speaks to, like, hockey, there were, were there as many concussions? Were there as many injuries when they were wearing way less equipment? Mm. When the, when there were no helmets on, were you they not recorded? Back you can then, actually but, say the two the two things are the two things are completely the same. Where I mean, the reason that there's more concussions now is because the guys are bigger and they're moving faster. Right. Um, just like now, there are more cars on the road that are moving faster. Well, moving faster, um, but have three billion and one safety features built into them. Yeah. So if yeah, I run I this baby off the road, I've got eight airbags, I've got a seat belt on. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I can drive extra assholes. The safety features, the safety features aren't a challenge. Like, let's see how many we can activate on this fucking accident. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they're there in case. Um, but I, the, and I, I, you know, I mean, if a kid's sitting in the back window, I don't know if there's any safety features designed to 
catch a flying but giant. I'm just I'm thinking out loud <laughs> though I'm thinking out loud arm. though is 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 there a point where <laughs> where uh preemptive safety features uh replaced common sense that's an interesting for sure right? so I would like, say yeah like, for so sure in, in other words you know head hunting hockey players now who are leading with the shoulder into the helmet that shit didn't happen when, yeah. when when shoulder pads were made of leather and there was no helmet on the guy, you just didn't do, do that. It was common fucking sense. So yeah. what I'm what I'm kind of saying is, have we safety featured ourselves out of common sense? Yeah, I, w- I would say I would say no way, yeah. on the seatbelt thing for just as in, like I say seatbelts okay. are definitely like it's a weird example because seatbelts definitely save a lot of lives. But I would say there <laughs> are, are common sense. there are a lot of there there are a lot of other things that especially with driving that I completely agree with you. I think one of them for me personally is like the the lane change blind spot notifications. Absolutely, is like Absol- how uh, what is that I'm making for is better like, drivers? It doesn't like what if you what if it doesn't work one day and you, you're used to having that and you just change lanes into somebody because it's not working. Like I'm always paranoid about that shit or the reverse camera, like the reverse park camera. I think that's making people way worse. Like this, people are so dependent on technology specifically in the car now that I think it's making people. It's taking I, I was, the responsibility of being a year. good driver. Yeah, I was a car salesman last year. I was, I was, I parked. I, I had to do a demo on a, a Cadillac Escalade that could back into a parking spot or parallel park itself. That's wild. And, and parallel parking is a part of your driving test. So what if you mm-hmm. show up for your driving <clears throat> test in an Escalade and they say, "Okay, parallel park," and you push a button? How's that making for better drivers? No, how's it, it making? How's it, how's it making for less distracted driving if you have lane keep assist, which is uh, it's built into a lot of cars now, where if there are marked lanes on the road, you can hit lane keep assist, and if you start to veer out of the lane, the car will correct itself. So now you're saying you can't distract a drive. Are you not putting a built-in feature into the car that allows whoever's driving it to go, well, fuck, I'm not going to go out of the lane. I guess I can bang out this text. When did we, when did we safety feature ourselves out of common sense? Mm. I think, I mean, I think as it comes to cars, I think we're probably not that far removed from just getting in the fucking thing, pushing a button to where we want to go and letting it drive ourselves, Mm. uh, letting it drive itself. And I think that that is the absolute best thing that could happen for uh, road safety. I think that a fucking drunk could get in his car and push the button and the car will take him where it needs to go. Um, I think that, I mean, I look forward to that for when my daughter's in I guarantee you they don't are driving and well, I don't give a shit what they want. I want them to not (coughs) die from a die die from a drunk driver. Um, Are you not? I'm sorry. I I disagree on this one. I think you're rolling the dice every bit as much with cars under people's controls and drunk drivers as a computer glitch. That's going to drive you straight off the fucking road. I'm not. I there is no way the autonomous car. There's no way. No way I am trusting a machine to get me from here to Toronto on the highway when it's busy. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially well, especially, machine especially over, when over every people. other car around me, one massive glitch could be one massive accident. No way yeah. do I trust. I can't, 
I just can't picture I can't picture an Acura sending a fucking text while it's driving or looking into the back to find out why the fucking kids are doing or all the stupid shit that people do while we're driving. And we think we're yeah, we're it's like people that drink and they say that they're better at anything. Like, oh, I'm better at pool when I drink. Uh, oh, yeah, I know. The autonomous car, the autonomous car to me, day. just take take every car off the road and let's all take transit. What's the purpose of an autonomous car? Seriously, a car hmm. is, uh, you know, my car is my private space. My car is my bubble. You love driving, yeah. though, eh, Ben? Like, I you're a big do. driver. I, I like love, to feel the road, man. I like love just, driving. I just like to get where I have to go. Yeah. But, like, if, yeah. They made tele- if they made teleporters, I'd never fucking get really, the Really, yes. Yeah, okay, so maybe that, that's probably leading to the difference between <laughs> me and you, Mark, is that the fact that I really, I, I enjoy, oh, I enjoy I the, the, the trip as much as the destination. Yeah. I enjoy, I like, to, when I go to my place up north, I love, I love the drive there. I've done it so many times. I know, but I, I just, I enjoy driving. So mm. that's yeah, probably for people like me, we're probably less inclined to say autonomous cars are a good thing because I just I, I would miss driving. And I, I again, I'm sorry, I, I don't have enough faith in technology to say you take the wheel. I have more faith in myself. And, and honestly, I, I, I have more faith in the drivers around me or maybe as much faith in the drivers around me as I would in technology driving the drivers around me i mm. i don't know i'm very skeptical about it and i don't think that's anything to do with my age i just i'm very skeptical of that mm. i have more faith that we'll use the lane the lane assist thing as an example i have more faith that that uh, camera system and that computer system and sensor system is always watching mm. the car in the blind spot versus the driver mm. that just like eh. oh, oh shit you see it all the time you see it all the fucking i have the i don't have the one that keeps me in the lane mm. but i have the one that beeps when somebody is in my in my blind spot right mm. which is super fucking helpful or you're backing out of a driveway and you hear that beep because there's a car coming down the street that you can't see because there's a car parked on the road in front of your house That's so i think that technology is aiding things really really well mm-hmm. um you still have to look you st- as it is right now you still have to drive the car i'm you so you still have to pay attention to what you're doing for people that love the feel of the road i, I hear people that love the feel of the road ripping up that fucking mountain access 20 30 50 times a night mm-hmm. those people can get off the fucking road and get into a car that that the government can control yeah. because they can't control themselves See me, like, my buddy buys a new car and he's like oh it's not fast <clears> enough <throat> fast do you need it to be 100 is the maximum speed limit on the highway so you're going to go 120 I, like yeah i've always wondered fast, what's the purpose of stock car and go drive around a track what's the purpose of owning a street car that does 280 kilometers an hour yeah. i'll never figure that one out what's but the purpose of any car having my, my car can go you know, it's an elantra but apparently you can go 230 kilometers per hour i'll never try that mm. but why why even make a car that can go that fast if fucking speeding is illegal why make a car that can go but that me fast? like me i'm not i'm not to brag or anything but that's part of what i like about driving is the the control like i i I check my blind spots all the time i i it's 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 so ingrained in my head i check my rear view and my side views every 30 seconds or so just to know what's what's my escape route should something veer into my lane which way am i going but that's all part of the experience that i really enjoy about driving i do like i yeah you're like me you're a super aware driver you're watching everything that's going on you're watching the other vehicles but i would i would wager that we are in the minority of drivers that are on the fucking road 
I think that most people are more just focused. And the other thing too is with the new cars, like you've got like a fucking eight inch monitor on your front dash. Like you're like, oh, what fucking song do I want to listen yeah. to on Sirius versus before where it's like, oh, this is what's on that, the radio. That's the thing with the <laughs> autonomous car. I mean, if there's going to be an autonomous car and there will be, there, there's no question in my mind, oh, probably before in, within my lifetime, I would imagine the road will, the roads will be dominated by autonomous cars before I, yeah yeah i got what yeah uh, 10 years i got 10 i, I got, 10, I got years. 10 years left sure thanks mark um my point is you can't make them semi-autonomous it's either autonomous or non-autonomous it's like half pregnant I right like it, yeah. when i have a car then I'm, I'm still responsible for the acceleration the braking uh and and other parts of it however it will keep me in the lane and warn me if i'm about to back into something uh-uh like that that's no. what makes for really fucking bad lazy yeah. drivers is when half of the responsibility is the cars and half is theirs yeah, yeah, Jesus, take the wheel and the pedals. Do you know what I'm? Mean? <laughs> yeah. It's more like Elon Musk take the wheel, I guess. But here, yeah, he, here's a, here's an interesting issue that that a lot of these autonomous vehicle manufacturers are running into is, let's say you have two self-driving cars, right? They're driving on the road and they're they're about to get into an accident. One person in the car is has a net worth of $2 million and that's in one car. And the other car has a net worth of, I don't know, $55,000 or whatever. And they're set to get into an accident. What ends up happening here is a lot of the times the, the, you have to program the software to be able to make a calculation to decide to communicate with the other car to decide which of the person gets into the most damage and which of the one survives so this is the this is the ethical issue that a lot of these people are, are getting into because it's not pro yeah i'm yeah absolutely i can send you a podcast that goes into it. it it tells you all of the details that these people are going through uh i can't remember what the it's like a philosophical question um that 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 that's always been persistent it's like you know it, the the original question is you press this button and save four people but kill one or do nothing and kill all five and it's like do you know, do you know what i'm talking about i like, do like, and that's why yeah. i don't like this idea of a time i don't want to leave what, my fate in the hands of technology yeah, yeah, it's it's a strange even, thing because because yeah. you're giving these you're giving these it's not autonomous cars aren't going to eliminate accidents at all. What it, all it's going to do is it's going to make them be the ones to make those split second decisions in the event of an accident. And sometimes right. they'll use certain calculations like how many people are in the vehicle to determine which one takes the brunt of the damage. So if you're driving by yourself. And it's just a one one person vehicle, and you're about to you're in a collision course with a family of four. Odds are the per like the vehicle is gonna both vehicles are gonna sense that, and they're gonna be like, all right, well, I guess the guy that's driving by hmm. himself has to go. Can I can I ask you a question? Just because I think that's super fucking interesting, and it completely reminds me of the movie I Robot. Yeah, it's where wild. There's this scene where I mean, you have an adult and a kid that are stuck in a car that's underwater, and this robot goes underwater to save them. And the robot saves the adult versus the kid because based on its calculations, it deems that it's easier to save. It has a better chance of saving the adult and the adult has a better chance of surviving. Mm -hmm. So, it, you know, I mean, is there any, 
it, it, it opens up a whole thing, but is there anything wrong with that? Is there anything wrong with a, a computer program saying, okay, we're going to either lose five people or we're going to save the family of four and just lose one person. Mm. Um, humans, when we're driving, we don't have the ability to make that decision. We just, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. I think it's pretty fucking interesting that there could be something that would be looking sort of like an eagle eye view of a situation which we can't do and it's looking at it and it's looking at what is the most fucking reasonable thing to happen now if it's like the person driving this car is worth you know i mean is worth this amount of money and the person driving this car is worth that that's not necessarily the but, but it I, could I mean, be yeah like you never know of you know, i mean amount of death or amount of um I mean, pain inflicted through something. I think that's an interesting. It's you interesting to yourself too. It's I mean, creepy. God. It's very godlike. Exactly. It's, it's, it's creepy. And with a non-autonomous car, I mean, look at what we've look at what's happened with those. You can buy yourself, uh, you know, a bare bones autonomous car, or you can buy a bare bones autonomous or a, a, an autonomous car that will go insane speeds and has braking and suspension mm-hmm. and safety features and blah blah blah. You know, how if, if cars are all going autonomous, how long before people can afford more and better safety features than I can? Mm. And, yeah, that's a, that's a know, good question. Where's, where's yeah. the equality in that? I mean, if you're going to build an autonomous car, they better all have the same features. It goes crazier than that. Like I, I, there's a book that I'm reading right now that's talking like it's projecting what the future of of human civilization might look like, and and it's kind of the same argument that you're saying, but instead of vehicles, it's talking about like a biotechnology. So like you would get, you know, you would have a surgery that would implant something into you that means that you get, you know you only need thirty percent of of the amount of time to sleep as opposed to. Uh, you know the the normal population or you know you get like nanotechnology into that, that makes you impervious to disease like into your blood it's like then it's the gap the 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 gap between and, and it, it you can draw the line financially between rich elite people that can afford these technologies that give them such a huge advantage versus poor people that are just biologically human Versus, and it and it's just gonna it's just gonna broaden that gap between rich and poor, but like biologically as opposed to just financially. Yeah, just, I can it's see that. Wild is wild. There's lots of stuff, man. Google, Apple, all these companies they're they're devoting like large large swaths of their of their research and development money into biotechnology right now because they want to be the first ones that that develop something that takes humans to that next level it's wild well i heard like even with google having it essentially implanted so that yeah. Everybody knows every, everything. Yeah. Everybody knows every detail about everything. There's never any. There's never any barroom debates about sports anymore no. because everybody knows every fucking stat and what happened in this game. And this we're, game. we're getting we're getting pretty black mirror here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. There's but the 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 driving the the self driving vehicles. I'm down for that. I actually like Mm-mm. taking if if I didn't if if t- if taking the go train wasn't such a pain in the ass for me, I would every take day. the go train every single day. Well, I think yeah, I I think I've said this. I think I've said this before. You could get half the cars off the road. Right? No, maybe not half. You could get a lot of cars off the road if you paid people for their time on the go train. Mm-hmm. You know, so all these people who are who are taking the go train to their desk job, 
Okay, I'm on the train. It's nine o'clock. You can you you as my employer, you can see clearly that I'm logged on to the to the house system. I'm doing my work, yeah. uh, and it took me an hour, or it was a forty-five minute commute on the go train. So from nine to nine forty-five, I was riding the train to work, but I was working. That counts to my work day. Yeah. So now your your people are getting paid to commute as opposed to having to pay to commute to get to work. I mean, there's a lot of people who would say, OK, wait a minute now. I don't have to spend two hours on the QEW between Burlington and Toronto every day. Uh, I can get paid for eight hours worth of actual work and, and an hour and a half of that I'm getting to work. Like that, yeah. that is a definite people, possibility. People, there, there are people who do need to be in the workplace. This, this thing that we're doing right now, people working from home, we're just not quite set up for that just yet. There are people who mm-hmm. need to get to the workplace. For those people, pay them for their commute. Get them on the go train. Give them free Wi-Fi. Put an put a electrical outlet in every seat. And here, Bob's your uncle. Do your work here. You get to work at 10 o'clock instead of 9. Uh, you, you've got you, yeah, you've got an hour's worth of work done. And at 4 o'clock, oh, geez, hour commute home, I got to go. And you're back home by 5. Yep. That would work great. Yep. Ben for PM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the, the, only, the, the only other thing that I really wanted to touch on today, because uh, we obviously couldn't get it to it yesterday, yeah. was um, uh, Mark put this post up uh, uh, yesterday, this the social circles, social social gatherings thing. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just curious to see like how you guys have, have responded. Have you noticed any difference? Like, did you go visit anybody over the weekend yes. or anything? You did. Yeah. So yeah, did, well, so did we. we. It was my birthday on, uh, on Saturday. Yeah. Happy so birthday, man. Up. Sorry. I missed yeah, that. Happy birthday, buddy. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, we went and did some uh, some running around. But one of the things that I, as soon as they kind of said, like, you know, I mean, you can hug people that are kind of in your social circle as long as you know what I mean. It's you keep all those. I, I took my kids right away to uh, my mother in law's house, and it was just hugs and kisses with grandma, and just to see my daughter after like two and a half, three months now of not even being able to hug or kiss grandma. It was fucking awesome. So. Uh, we did that, and then I had a buddy come over, and we played actually played FIFA for a couple hours on uh, nice. Sunday afternoon. You know, I mean, it's not like we were uh, laying on top of each other and speaking moistly to each other, mm-hmm. but like you would um, normally when you were playing FIFA. Yeah, yeah, like pre-COVID when we just like breathe heavy on each mm-hmm. other. But um, yeah, no, it was it was nice to just have some fucking human connection. Um, still, like super mindful of it, um, and I think as long as people are trying to be smart but that's the thing is that the government can't say well if everyone just would be smart we can release more you know i mean because people aren't mm-hmm. so well i am I, and i'm out there I, being smart i, I don't it. give a fuck anymore well i think that i enjoyed it responsibly and i think that i got a chance to to really soak up some stuff that's been missing for the past few months benny you probably got to bring your your daughter to your no cottage. not yet you still not allowed Nope, officially not yet. Nope, we're. Oh, I thought you were no, now. No, of social no, stuff. no. Here, uh, there's they're they're super tight on it. Yeah, and cool. this weekend uh, okay. we're we're going up again. It's Father's Day, and I'm bringing mm-hmm. Amanda and my youngest, who can still be there because she's under eighteen yep. and a member of the family. As of right now, uh, my they're they're the way they're ruling it is as of right now. Uh, my 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 eldest daughter in her mid twenties who lives with me lives in the same household is still considered yeah. a visitor. 
so I can't bring her. Okay. This weekend, I'm showing up at the gate with her in the car, and I'm just I'm going straight there. And what what the fuck are you going to do about it? Yeah, I, I would I'm do the sorry. exact same I'm, thing. I'm, I'm putting my foot down on this because I mean, you know, we we were up there, turn we were up there for a night this weekend, yeah. and all these rules and everything else. And guess what's going on as 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 we're rolling past a horseshoe tournament. It's like, wait, no, hold on. Now. How come you guys can all you gather around in a, in a have a, whole, a game of a shoes where you're all passing horseshoes back and you're not six feet apart? And I can't bring my daughter to my campsite. Yeah, that's like ridiculous. Come on. That's what I mean. The, 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 I'm I mean. so I'm so fed up with the contradictions and the hypocrisy of what I can and can't do that I just fuck it. I, I, yeah, they should have just I'm, kept everything locked down. Yeah, uh, instead of like, the, like being half pregnant, it's like a half autonomous car. Kind of, exactly, just, go big or go home. Like it, closed, you can't. Are you closed or open? Are you exactly? And I mean, you know, and it goes even further to the you know, my, my a buddy of mine. We're hoping to get together because we haven't seen each other in so long because we've been responsible, and we still mm-hmm. would love it. Oh, the weather's nice. Let's grab a beer and a patio. Still can't do that. Still Friday, can't, you know, I think that's still can't. Yeah, yeah, Friday, yeah, ex- yeah. And it's it's about damn time. Like, come on, come on. But you can still. You, the thing is, you can still drink beer and just sit in your backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. It's cheaper, but, uh, yeah. It's cheaper, sure. Granted, but I I I, I need to get. <laughs> sure, but I want to spend more. I want to fucking get fleeced. Yes, <laughs> I do. I, I do want to get fleeced. I'm sick and tired of beers. And I, a few of my buddies have said this. I'm tired of backyard beers. And I mean, oh. you know, like when when patios are open, it's yeah, always a, pa- a patio. A patio is always like, a, well, it's yeah, it's going to be more expensive. For Six a months of ago, beers. everybody's in the middle of a fucking rat race and would have died for fucking backyard beers. Man. Exactly. Like I'm tired of backyard beers. <laughs> tired of just fucking watching Netflix. Exactly. <laughs> I want to get out. I want to do more stuff. What do you want to do? I, I don't know. I just want to go to a fucking patio and pay $12 for a fucking beer. That's right. That's a tip. That's, I yes. want to pay for gas to get home, that, and my car's not even autonomous. Bingo. That's exactly what I want to do. <laughs> Feel the fucking road all the way That's home. That's exactly what I want to do. I could use a nice Caesar. I'll tell you that much. I could oh. use, like, you know what I mean? Something that I, I would never make at home, like a nice cocktail with, like, a, a beauty. Like, go down to Augusta Street and get a nice burger right on the patio. Oh. See you later. The sound of McDonald's, apparently, it's the same fucking fantastic quality it's always oh, been. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Go there. Oh, God. Stop like a Grab yourself some beer. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> I really don't do like it's very like it's very rare that I'll go get a get a McDonald's burger like it, it's I, I've usually got to be in a weird position where it's like all right I got to get something no not really like I'll Uber eat stuff all the time um, there's actually sorry I don't know if I could Uber eat fast food no I wouldn't Uber eat no there's like so for example yeah, think of all the times you've seen that commercial with the guy who, you know, picks up McDonald's for the family and can't resist eating a fry on the way home. Yeah. I mean, how many Uber Eats drivers have been like, boy, those fries do smell kind of good. It's like Pizza Pizza has tamper-proof boxes now, and I just don't recall my pizza ever being tampered with prior to this. But Oh, man. Or what? Or clearly, was pepperoni's been taken off a fucking slice. <laughs> or was I've never had that. Yeah. What, what kind of an admission is it. the the non tamper box? Like, what do you know that I don't? Seriously, how many of your delivery guys have been licking my slice? That's like say that's like saying that your burger is cockroach free now. It's like, what do you mean? What was it before? What was I eating? What do you mean? 
now with real meat. What? (laughs) (laughs) The fuck are you talking about? Now with 50% less horse parts. (laughs) Thanks Mm. for that. Oh god! Right, on that note, I guess I I should probably check out. I gotta I gotta go to work, and I gotta check on the dog too. Cool, man. Um, yeah, uh, and we never got a chance to talk about Mark's Lord of the Rings poster, which I want to hit tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And oh, COVID oh, stuff tomorrow too. Eh? Yeah, COVID mm-hmm. Wednesday tomorrow, and for Friday, uh, we we I saw the conversation with Polly yesterday. We're going with barbecue songs. Yeah, I yeah, want like yeah. summer barbecue. Song. I like that. But, okay, so this started, but these are two different things. So let's get the rules of engagement. Are we <laughs> sure. talking? These are just summer songs. Could apply to anything in the summer, or these are barbecue backyard barbecue songs because they're two different things. Okay, so m- what what I'm thinking is that people would love to have. I think our listeners would love to have a playlist for barbecues specifically. Okay. So like a bar, so the the goal at the end of it is to have a playlist that people will listen to when they're having a barbecue. Got you it. know what I mean? You just save it and and it'll be dope. So like if you summer songs are good, I think summer songs and barbecue songs are kind of the same thing. Mm. You know what I mean? They don't have to be food related. They don't have to be food related. But I don't know that how much they go in conjunction because if I'm planning a barbecue playlist, I'm gonna throw in songs that uh, <laughs> it, that you know in, it, that everybody's gonna know the words to. So mine is gonna be a very popular, obvious one. This this, this is background music to a That's good summer time. That's what I'm thinking. Right? Yeah, like exactly. summer yeah, summer songs. Could, summer songs are all encompassing. Those could be me chilling out on the beach by myself. Mm. Uh, you know, the, the, uh, or a, a drive with the top down or something in my non autonomous car while I'm dodging and weaving all over the road eating Big Macs. You know, yeah, I, I need I need different music from that. So the, the reason I'm asking is the the bar. Barbecue has got to be like, you know, it's it's sort of that, you know, background music. Really exactly. good elevator are music. Kids, are there kids at the barbecue? I need to know this as well. Are there like, what? Are there kids at the barbecue? Ooh, is um, it like a family barbecue? Usually there, or is it just a bunch of... Usually there uh, are kids at a barbecue, I would right. say. Um, but See, I don't it, know that... Yeah. Here's, here's another advantage to growing up as a young child in the 70s. That question would not have fucking mattered at all. <laughs> <laughs> not one bit. I don't care if your kids are going to be here. I'm playing the music I want. I'm getting good and drunk, too. I'm getting good and drunk, too. Oh, I miss those days. I really do. Barbecue song. All right, <laughs> all right you got it. Yeah, I miss those days. I miss those. Remember, remember when there used to be music guys? Those were those were the great yeah. days. I fucking hate people. Yeah, me. remember Saturday morning cartoons? It's still a thing. Yeah, but they suck. <laughs> they do. Yeah, now it's yeah. Their childhood sucked. They've always they've always kind of been shit. I mean, yeah. I think that maybe some of the like. The the older ones have way more substance. Like like the like you, you look at like yeah, that. Looney Tunes or I grew or up on a steady diet of Bugs Bunnies. That was me. That was me. Hanna Barbera, Scooby Doo, Flintstones, and uh, uh, Bugs Bunny were like the holy trinity of cartoons. Which which yeah. wasn't such a bad thing. Now it's all about just like flashy animation and anything that'll get your attention focused right. do you know what i mean and it's like well, a science of making things that are that that will hold your attention whereas before it was like a it would stand alone as you could watch it now and still be like oh this is funny like you could laugh at it but i still do bugs bunny yeah 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 they're my like good gags 
My daughter watches a show called Rainbow Unicorn Butterfly yeah, exactly, Kitty. Exactly. What? You want to know what it's about? It's about a rainbow unicorn butterfly kitty. They just kitty. flash around. It's like this, like that Japanese yeah. animation where it's just it's like... really all four of her favorite... Like if they had added fucking mermaid in, that would have been like rainbow unicorn butterfly kitty mermaid would have been her favorite thing of all That sounds like something I watched on an acid trip in my 20s. <laughs> 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 sounds kind of cool, actually. <laughs> <laughs> what? channels that on again yeah right (laughs) well it's on netflix you can binge that it's on the lsd network (laughs) lsd (laughs) (laughs) all right i got i got another day of lifting shit all right good stuff boys see you tomorrow you shall Thanks for listening to Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark LaFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter.